Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. <laughs> I love it. Nick's the only one dancing tonight. The rest of us are like, Last no. week it was all the rest of us. This week it's Nick. But hey, welcome to the Funny Science Fiction live edition of our podcast, where our jokes miss the mark like they were shot off by a bunch of stormtroopers. Oh, I would say that I'm hits, thankful. but it doesn't. It could, but it doesn't. It oh. still I feel like it's supposed brings... to hurt, but it missed the mark. It still hurts. <laughs> Badly. Well, mostly because I know it's true. That's I think that's the worst part, is that I know it's true. You know, but we think we're funny, and I think that's all that matters sometimes. My mom thinks I'm funny. I don't know. Well, that probably doesn't count. I so anyway. Funny looking. Right. Well, we got that going for us. Look at all us right. go. <laughs> Nick's just like, and I don't know why I'm here. John, Nick, I missed you. It's you just cool. missed his mustache. You just live vicariously through his mustache. Well, John, you have my contact info. You could always just. <laughs> it's not like you're friends or anything. FaceTime me for mustache pics. That got creepy. We All right. to be. <laughs> so does one of us want to introduce the videos or. Hey, so we would like to thank our show sponsors tonight. First, River City Tees. All right. River City Tees. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees, let's make a shirt together. Because I didn't want Nick to be the only one dancing when he I came out I was dancing first. this time too, don't worry. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, it brings out the geisha in me. <laughs> <laughs> That's oddly specific. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Not where I needed my night to be going. Thank you very much. <laughs> All, All right. right. And our next is the coolest sponsor in the world, Galaxy. Coolest sponsor in the galaxy, I'm pretty sure. Much better. All right. Level up lightsabers. Here we go. That's pretty cool. I like it. All right. So, well, let's see what we've got going on here. So we've got a couple of uh, former guests waiting in the wings. Now, we've been talking about these these guys for the last couple of days uh, and uh, promoting it out on Twitter and on, on Instagram and all the places uh, that we could. So uh, I'm excited to bring back two of our former guests. We have Element 7. And Darth Chocolate here with us tonight. Hello. Hi guys. Hey, welcome, welcome. Glad you guys could be here. Hello, yeah. It's great to be here again. Can I just say real quick that, uh, man, that, that video from Master Alan, I've, I've never seen that before. I've never seen it either. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Ooh. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. uh, we may have boosted that from his website. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I told him I was taking it, but I don't know if that really counts as boosting it. But um, yeah, I took it from his website, and uh, I, I might I, be so as well. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's very well yeah. done, especially at the end where where she chooses to become like the Sith, and you know the whole thing with the facial effects. And was and, that a Sith uh, or was it um was it uh it looked like a Night Sister like with the markings? I'm not sure. Oh, let's watch it again. We'll find out. Here we go. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm calling dark side corruption on that one. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> I liked it. I was yeah. You never have to really ask me to play that video again because every time someone's like, "Oh, you have a video for that," I'm like, "I sure oh, do." Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Click. So it doesn't take much. Should we just put it on like an hour loop? And... I could actually. <laughs> I could. I Don't be opposed to that at all. Don't. If we me. ever have guests fall through, that'll just be our live show. It's just an hour loop of Level Up Lightsabers video. Watch us do this again. And here it goes. Uh, <laughs> now we're going to play it backward. The Jedi Council podcast says, oh, you've got some good guests coming on. And good friends with Element and Choco. So I love seeing you have these guys on. Yeah, that's our uh, our buddy Connor. He's, yeah. he's a good, good guy. Hi, Hi Connor. Connor. <laughs> Great supporter, part of the family. There you that's go. All right. So now I know that you guys have your own shows, but I know that you guys do a lot of, a lot of stuff together. So before we get into tonight's topics, um, you guys want to talk about both what you do separately and what you do together? Sure. Try All right. Go first. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I have my own podcast. It's called uh, the High Ground Podcast. That um, happens live every Wednesday on my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Darth Jocko, uh, as well as it gets uploaded later to all the places, Spotify and all that good stuff. Uh, this week, should be super awesome. We're doing a whole um, women in Star Wars and have like an awesome panel of guests coming on. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, other than that, yeah, just covering Bad Batch and uh, have another podcast called Diet in the Force. But I will let uh, Element talk about that. Yes. Right. So I am Element 7 and uh, I'm most notably known on TikTok at underscore Element 7 underscore. And I just answer a lot of Star Wars questions, correct factual misinformation, and just generally try to promote a positive Star Wars experience for new and old fans, especially old fans who are disgruntled and have kind of found this. Uh... Love that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've found uh, a, a, a recent proliferation, not recent, but just a proliferation of hate and negativity in Star Wars. And we need to kind of get back to just celebrating Star Wars and just talking about what we love. Uh, and of course, we have Diet in the Force uh, every Saturday or Sunday, depending on uh, Chaco. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's every weekend, officially. And uh, we talk about all of the current uh, events and news from the Star Wars galaxy. And uh, yeah, we, we cover Bad Batch recently. And so... Um, with every show coming out, we'll, we'll be covering that on a weekly basis as well. And uh, we are now currently in our final qualifier. Next, this this coming weekend is our final qualifier for a Dyad Trivia Tournament. Coincidentally, sponsored by Level Up Lightsaber as well. Um, the, the winner <laughs> of that tournament will get a lightsaber from Master Ooh. Alan. Fantastic. Again, Dyad Dia what? Dyad in the Force. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, last week we did our High Republic era quiz, uh, and we've had qualifiers for each era thus far. And so this week is our potent potables uh, category, which is Solo, Rogue One, Rebels. Well, we did Rebels, but Resistance, all of the uh, the side stuff and the the Solo films. Oh, cool! All the outlier stuff. All right. Yes. Nice. All right. Excellent. Now, um, I will say that I I subscribed to all you. To both your guys solo stuff and i i watch dyad as well uh jump in when i can and say hi to you guys and um but uh so the reason I, I i had you guys on individually back when we had you uh and you guys by the way you guys can watch their solo episodes if you go to our youtube channel uh, and you go back you'll find so, uh, individual episodes for both of these guys and that you can re-watch and we can you'll find out why i wanted them on the show uh it, it, you probably already saw a little bit of it right here uh, I love talking to these guys. I love their their positivity when it comes to Star Wars and and all those things. Um, now, I sent you guys a list of kind of some of the stuff that I wanted to talk about tonight, but I want to throw you a little bit of a curveball, okay? Because do it. I was flipping around through TikTok, and Chaco, I I landed on one of your videos. Was it when I had my inner geisha? <laughs> no, no, it was not when we had your inner geisha. <laughs> all right, that, all right. that might have helped and made it a little more relevant, but no, that wasn't it. Um, you were talking about uh, the rise of Skywalker. And so I want to talk about perspective a little bit when it comes to Star Wars and, and how we view uh, the Star Wars universe and, and things. But you were talking about perspective and how uh, somebody else's perspective affected the way you viewed 
the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Now that one, that TikTok actually kind of hit home with me because that's the same thing that happened with me for uh, the Last Jedi. So uh, we had a, I had a couple different guests on who actually really really liked that movie, and up until that point, I was uh, on the I wouldn't say hate because hate leads you to the dark side, but uh, <laughs> I was I was pretty darn close. So if you don't mind, talk a little bit about perspective when it comes to Star Wars and element. Feel free to jump in on this topic as well. You know how does your how does perspective affect your view of Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, all of us are, we're watching all these through the lens of our own personal experiences and personal biases and and whatnot. And one thing I've noticed that is pretty constant throughout Star Wars fandom is that, you know, prior to walking into a a movie, we have our own headcanon on what's happening before the movie or after the movie. That's what happened with the prequels. People had their own headcanon of this is what the universe should have looked like before these we got three movies that didn't look like that, <laughs> but they still told their story. And, you know, we see a lot of love for him now. Um, Rise of Skywalker was, uh, well, it still is at the bottom of my list. Uh, and funnily enough, Rogue One was actually below Rise of Skywalker for a long time. Interesting. Now, okay. on um, on my, my podcast, I went through every film and I found people who that was their favorite film just gush about how much they loved it, why they loved it, what parts of it spoke to them, um, and all that. And then afterwards, I rewatched the film, and I see all this extra stuff that I've I've never seen before, because my experiences would never have made me seen that. Um, and, you know, Rogue One jumped up a few spots. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, I went from active dislike to I, I enjoy the film it's still the bottom of my list don't don't get me wrong but um yeah i think it's it's fascinating i mean i think a big example of this is the whole ray skywalker thing her taking the last name until i met someone who i mean several people one person being adoptive uh, and having found family and that meaning so much to them. Other people have been kind of disowned by their family for you know, one reason or another. Being adopted, brought into someone else's family meant so much. After seeing that, how can I dislike that? Seeing how much it means to someone, you know? Yeah, I get that. And yeah. honestly, that's one of the perspectives for me. I'm actually adopted. So having that perspective on it, uh, having some, because, you know, by birth, my last name was Riley. Now it's Vice Eagle. Uh, so having that piece of paper that says, you know, somebody loved you, wanted you, is kind of, it's it's a big deal. And so, you know, so I kind of I kind of understand that 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 uh, perspective as well. Element, you were gonna say something? Uh yeah, the the biggest thing we have to, you know, take into consideration when thinking about how people enjoy films is that it, it largely comes down to how they empathize and relate to the story that's on screen. And a lot of times uh, that viewpoint can be severely affected by outside sources. And, and that is like an external bias. So a lot of times, like, you know, I, I can speak for myself and probably Chaco, we w- walked out of that theater in the last Jedi. We were like, this is the best thing since empire strikes back. We love this. Um, give it a couple of days. There's some, hate videos on it and now everyone is is um marching to the same fife mm-hmm. right they're they're every time i talk to someone about the last jedi it was always the same talking points from the same couple of videos and you know there's something we have to realize is that a lot of people have a lot of influence and when they watch these videos and they're watching fights in slow motion and they're picking things apart and not for the simple enjoyment of a movie, but to just find something wrong. Then the rest of the audience that hasn't seen the movie will go into that with that lens. And so the, the new fan goes into the last Jedi uh, with eagle eyes on the throne room fight scene. And they're, they're looking at Ray kicking three, three guys, even though she doesn't, um, it, it severely affects the, um, someone's perspective. And so, like, um, as Chaco talks about um, his list and how things shift as he talks to people who love those projects. And mind you, I'll clarify for him. We both share a tier system. And the, and, and, and towards the bottom of that, that tier 
is just our least favorite. We don't have dislikes. And so, like, the top of that list is our absolute favorite, and the bottom is, like, the least favorite. But it's not like this is our most hated film or It's still disliked. Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. No, I, I like both your guys' perspective on that. I think it's uh, I think it's important to hear outside voices when you're when you're critiquing something, mm-hmm. instead of listening to what you just have bouncing between your own ears. Especially if it's been tainted by someone else who has, as you said, gone into it with a negative viewpoint. So I think that's a good thing. So, and, and by the does, way, go ahead. It does happen Kevin. so much too, where you think it's so good, and then you're watching YouTube reviewers, and you're like, oh well, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was. Maybe. I missed that. That's not as that's not as cool as I thought it was. And that's so sad to me that you allow somebody else to destroy your joy when it was the no, this is a Star Wars movie. It's Star Wars. Why are you upset about this? Yeah. And then one uh, one other thing is uh, another reason why I love to you know focus on what we enjoy about things is because it's a so much better of a conversation. Yeah. You know, like Elvin said, I, I feel like there was like five YouTube videos that everyone was quoting the same things from. So whenever I'm hearing people talk about what they don't like, it's the same thing. It's the same conversation every single time. And I ask, okay, cool. You're not a fan. That's okay. What did you enjoy about this? Mm-hmm. And everyone brings something different and unique. And it's like a vibrant and, and good conversation. I will straight up admit episode two was my least favorite, but it's still Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I still love it. It's just when I'm given the collection of which Star Wars movie do you want to watch? It's not going to be my first choice. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I typically I, I, skip Phantom Menace. So I, I do enjoy the Yoda, the Yoda, when Yoda d- first comes out with that flourish. And I'm just like, oh, dear. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Generally speaking, that that movie does not make it up on the top uh, when it comes to like. And it is fun too tonight. when you have the different generations of Star Wars fans. You have the people who saw the original trilogy first. You have the people who, right? Yeah, Tim is Tim's an old school Star Wars, whereas <laughs> oh. I was a kid when the the prequel trilogy came out. So, Tim and I have vastly different views on Star Wars. That I love Jar Jar Binks because. I'm supposed to like, and that that sounds wrong, but I was the little kid who was watching Star Wars and laughing hysterically because Jar Jar steps in poop. Like yeah. that was that was <laughs> my Star Wars. <laughs> it tracks. It tracks I'm, with what what Chaco said. I'm pretty sure he's gonna say it, so I'll let him say it. Oh uh, <laughs> no, I was just gonna quote George Lucas and say I, I think I may have gone too far in a few places. <laughs> uh, yeah, Maybe I was. I was gonna say uh, Chaco likes to say this thing where, um, you know, if you grew up with the originals, your story is about Luke. Mm-hmm. If you grew up with the prequels, your story is about Anakin, and so. Just that dichotomy in its in and of itself is going to change how you see the the entire story. Yeah, and so it, it attracts definitely. Like if you're a fan of this or a fan of that, like what is the story most uh, emphatically about to you? Yeah, but even it's, like, t- oh, go ahead. Is the thunder coming through now? <laughs> I'm hearing a little bit of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'm that like, was Vader. I'm- I'm just laughing as I'm like hearing it in my headphones with the oh man that's echoing through this time. No, I was gonna say even even if you um you know if Phantom Menace is, is released even if the movie forgot to actually have a protagonist uh you have to admit that you know when Maul's second blade <laughs> comes out and the music hits mm-hmm. like that that's that's peak Star Wars if right. I can oh, I got, modify oh, I my car. If I can modify yeah. my car to sound like Sebulba's pod racer, I'm doing it. I don't even care the cost. If, right. if there's any mechanics out there, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Fliss says it's good to see the dyad live. That's our good friend, Cal. And, and I'm over here, and I just watched Star Wars from chronological order from episode one all the way through, including the in-between cartoons. And, oh, yeah. And I need to kind of sore. I like yeah. it. Well, I'm you know, like, I'm gonna just take it all in at once. <laughs> well, you know the thing that the thing that you know what uh, Element said earlier about what Chaco's saying is, you know the uh, if you grew up with the original, Luke was your story, and that was true until the prequels came out, and then it was all. I I, I think that my my story with with uh, the Star Wars universe has changed as as they've added it. My my perspective, my view 
of what the story is about has changed. The original trilogy is is about the, the arc of Luke. The prequels is about the arc of Anakin, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and so I think that for me, it's it's consistently changed. And you add in, you know, uh, Clone Wars and Rebels, and, and then there's all these other things that kind of add to that storyline. And so it's not just that one character that i'm so focused on anymore and besides that i was always more of a han solo guy anyway so yeah. i mean everybody everybody has their favorite characters and you, you'll hear this a lot from people um who are detractors of the sequels they'll, they'll say like george lucas has said that star wars is about anakin skywalker and i i i, I don't listen all respect to george lucas but i don't really agree i think um star wars is is the story of star wars it's a story of family it's a story of people who are trying to fight for what's right what they believe in and each trilogy is just an isolated story of that with with you know with connective story uh through lines and narrative of course but like the originals is is the story of luke and how he redeemed his father and then the prequels is the story of anakin and how he he rose in the ranks of the jedi order only to fall and then the sequels was the aftermath of um, those stories, and it was about Rey coming to terms with her legacy and finding and choosing the one that she wanted. And so, um, yeah, absolutely. To, to to choose one main character throughout the entire saga, um, I feel is a disservice to each and every story that that's and told. Can, at the same Unless time, it's Han Solo, and then it's okay. So. <laughs> Just... Make Solo like, two happen. I can, exactly. see where, I can see where George Lucas is coming from that Anakin is the main character. Because it is. It's his story from the original being Luke redeeming his father and Anakin coming back. And then the, the prequel being Anakin's story. And then even the the tr- sequel trilogy being the aftermath of Anakin. Yeah. I can see how he can say that Anakin is the main character. Or the main, yeah, the main character of the storyline. But also it is, there's so much more. Yeah, absolutely. And- I'll say what John just brought up about the Ewok movies. Like the Ewok them. cartoons Ignore have them. been heavy nostalgia for me. And like even the great Ewok adventure it scared me as a kid, but <laughs> I still loved it. And it was kind of like the 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 horror of Star Wars. <laughs> I, I fell in love with the teddy bears. Yeah. They are really cute. I, I love Ewoks. I've threatened John with a banning for this before, but you know, we may have to go through it. <laughs> See, and I, I think I give I them think three yub nubs up. <laughs> <laughs> I think too because I I watched them as a kid, and so it was the I found which characters I thought were the cute ones. Like which ones are the ones I want to I want to be my friend. So it was the I love Ewoks. Ewoks are adorable. They're cute little teddy bears. Yeah, Jar Jar Binks is adorable, and then they introduced Porgs, and it's like but Porgs. <laughs> I, I had the friends, not food. Right, I need that on a shirt. <laughs> I, I had the exact uh, opposite reaction. Where I've, I've actually, I've always loved Ewoks, but, but for me, I am, I've always been aware of. Yes, these are like little people and, and children in the costume, but like if you suspend the disbelief, these are sentient bears. They, the, a bear this size is stronger than a human. They're smart <laughs> enough to build traps. And they have weapons. Uh, yeah, that's terrifying. You ever played Ewok Hunt on Battlefront Two? It's it's not a picnic <laughs> for anyone except the Ewoks. And they have I still maintain to fit people. So obviously they've killed people that size. They had like the whole rotisserie thing ready for, for Han and, and Luke. And yep. at the end, they're celebrating and singing. They, they didn't know it. about the greater galaxy's problems. They just got a lot of meat, and they're happy. They had a dress ready for Leia, so clearly somewhere along the line, you know. That's so true. That's one of those nitpicks that, like, if, <laughs> if we were going through original trilogy hate back then, it's like, where'd you get that dress? This Unless they've got really absurd. good Ewok seamstresses that we just don't know about. I mean, they did have hoods and stuff like that, too, and they're like, oh, she needs something a little finer, because, you know... <laughs> Maybe there was like an Ewok fashion designer that when he saw Leia, he's like, my muse. Yes. Eyes got real big. Ooh, yum, yum. There's a tall person. Yeah. 
All right. Well, hey, so uh, we'll get back on track into some of the things that we wanted to do to How discuss. Is this off track? This is it's off not track. off track. It's Star Wars. You know what? It was probably just an elaborate Ewok wedding gown or something. Or the seamstress's dream of one day an Ewok growing to be that tall. Oh, <laughs> see, there you go. And by Where the way, someone on the Ewok basketball team. <laughs> nice i kind of like this connor guy by the way just saying he's, he's so supportive and he's always there we love him uh, all right anybody that'll tell you that they like you and that they think you're cool your point is what that I like you. <laughs> all right so we had, so a couple weeks back uh, with a, with a, some other guests, we tried out some Mad Libs live on on the air, and I found some Star Wars Mad Libs, and so I thought, oh man, how cool would this be to have to have two of the biggest Star Wars guys that I know do some Star Wars Mad Libs with us, uh, just because I mean, why not? So. And apparently Kathleen's playing Thunderstruck by ACDC over there. <laughs> I can't control the weather. <laughs> so, all right. So there's 11. Start muting, apparently. There's uh, 11 topic or 11 questions on here. I'll ask, I'll, I'll call out one of the items and have you both give an answer. I'll write it down and then I'll read your stories back to you. Okay. Awesome. I love, I right, love good. Mad Libs. Yeah, exactly. They're they're silly. They're fun. All right. So number one, I need a name. Uh, Dryden. All right. Jocko. Uh, Salacious B. Crumb. <laughs> Salacious B. Crumb. I think you're just trying to see what I can Why spell. Why was I thinking of Dryden okay. Boss there? <laughs> so weird. You can call him. All right. Sal, number sure. two. I need an adjective. Uh, quick. Okay. Um, obese. We'll We're starting with obese. Delicious <laughs> B. Crumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, a verb, please. Uh, swing. Okay. Scoot. All right. A silly word. Star Wars related. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. I know, but... With a silly word like kumquat. Purgle. Purgle. Okay. I'm trying to think of a Star Wars related one. All I can think of is Razzle Dazzle. (laughs) Fair enough. If it's silly to you. It's a silly (laughs) word. All right, I need a noun. Uh, Wookie. A blaster. That won't be awkward at all. All right. Uh, (laughs) All right. I need a plural noun. Force pikes. Okay, horse pikes. Um, yub nubs is the only thing that comes, but which is not, which doesn't count. Uh, let's let's just say, let's just say lightsabers. Okay, I haven't done English class in a long time. Uh, all right, I need a verb ending in ed. Yub nubs. Defenestrated. Shout out to base window. Penetrated. Okay. Um. <clears throat> now I can only think of that word. Uh, let's say loved. 
loved. Okay. I need. I figure I just I, go with the opposite of his. <laughs> there you go. I need a noun. Um. Bowcaster. Okay. Whistling bird. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Jidori. <laughs> All right. I need one more uh, noun. I almost said whistling bird. <laughs> you need one more whistling bird? Uh... <laughs> wow, Chaco's got some pipes. Um, Starship. Can I change that to A-Wing? Sure. Get more specific. Sarlacc. Sarlacc, okay. All right. Uh, one more verb ending in ED. Bisected. Punched. Punch. punch. You say punched? Punched, yes. Okay, and last one, I need an adjective. Squirrely. Okay. <laughs> Sickly. All right. I really wanted the R2 scream in there somewhere. Like, you'll, have re- you'll have to replay that from last week. <laughs> last week we had uh, uh, the Matman show on, and oh. he read he read from the book of R2-D2 live for us. <laughs> That's what I used my pouty lip and said, please. All right. So, Chaco, we're going to read yours first. Because I, I went by how it appears on the screen. You're on my lower left, closest to me. So you drew short stick. All right. So, oh, I need this. I need this piece of paper, not the other piece of paper. That wouldn't help me very much. All right. Darth Salacious B. Crumb looked at his master while his obese breathing filled the room. <laughs> he, he was told to go scoot. To go to scoot everything on the planet of Razzle Dazzle. I would he, go to that planet. He got in his Wookiee and jumped to hyperspace. Like I said, it got awkward. <laughs> Soon before he reached the planet, he dropped out of hyperspace and was attacked by, uh, let's see, <laughs> rebel lightsabers. He loved them off. And continued to the planet's <laughs> surface. Boy, jumping in Wookiees and loving up Rebel lightsaber. Oh awesome. He landed and confronted more opposition, slicing it down with his bowcaster. <laughs> he used the A-wing to choke another rebel, and then punched him aside. He finished off all life on the planet. With a sickly laugh. <laughs> that ending, though. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That was all. That's good. That was funny. That was good. All right. Chaco, remind, remind me uh, on this week's diet to try to love someone off. <laughs> as, as I fill the podcast with obese breathing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that was so descriptive, though. I know what that sounds like. The A-wing choke. The A-wing choke. Choco's going down over there. Choking on whatever he's drinking. That's okay. I almost sprayed my screen there a second ago. I'm almost concerned mine won't live up to to that comedic gold that we just witnessed. I don't know. The getting in his Wookiee part was pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. Where did the winged bird fall in on yours? So We're going to find out. Yeah. All right. Here's elements. Mad Lib. Darth Dryden looked at his master while his quick breathing filled the room. He was, to go- he was told to go to swing everything on the planet of Purgle. <laughs> he got in his blaster and jumped to hyperspace. <laughs> There could be a ship named Blaster. You don't know. I'm just picturing yeah. him hop on the DL-44 and just like <laughs> zoom <laughs> off. Uh, let's see. Soon before he reached the planet, he dropped out of hyperspace and was attacked 
by Rebel Force Pikes. <laughs> he defenestrated them off and continued <laughs> to the planet's surface. He landed and confronted more opposition, slicing it down with his whistling bird. Mm. He used the Sarlacc to choke another rebel <laughs> and then bisected him aside. He finished off all life on the planet with a squirrely laugh. <laughs> I just am picturing him commanding a Sarlacc. And like, hey, choke that person. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just picturing a Sar like a mini Sarlacc on his throat. He's like, <laughs> like, like he has one in his pocket, like yeah. you know, like on his yeah. on, on a Batman belt, where he's you know can pull it off and throw it at somebody. It's uh, kind of like the Flurkin on uh, on Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Ah. Gosh, there were um, Beastmasters in the Force, weren't there? Um. Yes. Well, in Legends, there were there were Beastmasters in Legends. Tyork, uh could pro probably fit the bill. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Beast, like she's more of a hunter. I don't know. If she more tames of a beasts. Well, but sorry, I mean, they that's, haven't, that's they haven't, they haven't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> read Rising Apologies. Storm. Apologies. Read, read Rising Storm when it comes out, please. Let's All right. talk some Bad Batch. Um, I have been really excited about Bad Batch, seeing a lot of the characters coming back and uh, kind of getting a little background on certain characters and a little more story on other characters. And I'm just like, all right, I hope we get more. Yeah. Uh, it's It's been a, well, for me, it's been a slow burn, but be, only because episode one was so up there right and then they kind of had to dial it back a little bit and then have that slow <laughs> yes. build up to wrecker um we had that we had that turn with crosshair and we we're like oh no what what's gonna happen to him but but slowly but surely as i was watching of course you can see my reactions on my youtube channel i was counting the head bonks and we got to the one the one and only bonk that that turned wrecker um and they brought us back back to uh the one hmm. back the, to reality the rea the reacts <laughs> yeah i i've i've been enjoying it immensely myself as well um and i i've been enjoying this being like kind of a, the perfect mixture of storytelling between clone wars and rebels where it's it's the clone wars style and theming um but at the same time we have um this like smaller kind of family feel that's that's been going through and yeah, I've been really enjoying having these smaller episodes. Like when you have in was a second or third episode, when you show Crosshair's turn, his chip has activated, and you see him take down those those civilians, and you feel for him. You see him walk back in, and he doesn't mark the door of a complete completed mission. And then with that in the back of your mind, and you've been falling more and more in love with Wrecker. Um, over the seeing him and his dad poncho and sun hat and all this stuff. Oh man. <laughs> and then you watch him turn. Like that moment hits so hard because of all of this buildup and all the time we've spent with these characters. I've I've been really enjoying it. It's it's just like uh like you said, it's that slow burn, but it's that slow burn that really develops each and every one of these characters. You know every single one of them. It's uh, funny that you mention the crosshair part where he doesn't mark the, the mission and he's sitting in his bunk all, you know, dejected because it's 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 now put more into perspective with Wrecker, who said he knew what he was doing and tried to stop himself. And so now we go back to that scene. and We understand why crosshair looks that way, because he knows what he's doing. and just doesn't can't control it. Right. Yeah, I'm that last episode with with Wrecker, uh, kind of going off on that little tirade there with the the chip being activated. I was kind of like, oh man, I was really hoping that he wasn't going to stay in that, or if it was going to be just a oh, like a maybe one to two show arc where he was on this Order sixty six kick and they could do something to get the chip out or or do something because he is my favorite character on the show. Um, actually, it's him and Omega together. I like. I like the way that they interact. I like the way that they spend time together. They talk together. You know, the the whole uh, 
post-mission uh, eating of snacks and running off like two little kids. It yeah. just it cracks me up. So, uh, Crosshair is my favorite, but definitely mm-hmm. Wrecker has been climbing the ranks, and I, I'd say I agree with you. Omega and Wrecker, um, besides Crosshair and the hope that Crosshair gets saved, is a, a favorite in the show for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping that they can do something like you know, because clearly they have the ability to do it. They proved that in the last episode to remove the chip. I'm hoping that they can do something to pull Crosshair back. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's part of my uh, my prediction. Are, are we talking predictions here? <laughs> sure, go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So my my prediction is that now that they know that they are aware of what they're doing, just unable to to control it, um, and you know, Rex even confirms this. Uh, you know, he's like, I, I couldn't stop it. You know, you don't you don't know what it's like. Then, yeah, they're absolutely going to go get their their brother back. But I think it's going to lead to them also realizing that all of these clones are now slaves. They're no better than droids at this point in time. And right. they're going to need to break back into Camino uh, in order to do something, you know, change their their computer system or whatnot and try to free you know, the rest of their brothers. And I think this is you know, going to lead to like the actual clone uprising that we anticipate seeing at the same time, the Kaminoans are trying to do something shady. I think they're kind of trying to start their own conflict in order to prove that clones are still necessary. And yeah. that's, what's going to cause the empire to turn on them. We're going to end with a big war between stormtroopers and clones. We'll see what happens. Uh, well, we know what happens. It doesn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of those, which was one of those, like, you know, um, caveats for, like, shows that happen in between. You join them at, like, Rebels, and there's not a lot of clones left, and you're just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's why I need them to, to stop putting things in this, this small area. You know, like, yeah. they only have so many, like, force users running around secretly you know you can't say you're the last jedi and then like oh except for ezra and cal and <laughs> and ahsoka and you know what i mean like after a while you that that's one of the reasons i'm enjoying the high republic so much is fresh well, territory. I mean, we don't know where it ends we don't know where ezra is but the the way i can at least you know uh reconcile with the last jedi is that at least by the time luke does train he is the last one that is doing the jedi training like or at least you know upholding that side of the order yeah um from yoda but uh yeah i, I share a lot of uh chaco's predictions uh one little tidbit i'd like to add on to that or sure um i think uh i think we're gonna get a small little payoff for that uh, you know conversation with uh rex <laughs> and his contact um it's it's it doesn't seem like something that that would we would we would need to reconcile. Reconcile, um, yes. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I'm but, um, I'm a huge I'm a huge advocate for Chekhov's guns, and and to show him talking, to, oh, we'll meet you at the rendezvous point. Uh, to to show him at least within that conversation, just like they showed him at the end with the Martez sisters, I think we're gonna get a little update as to who he's meeting. Um, I don't think like I don't think he's I don't think the rebels have started um, some substantial or consequential moves as of yet. So it's interesting to see what other players are, are in this story in terms of fighting the empire. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking <laughs> that this takes place right before rebels, because Kanan is still young in Bad yeah. Batch. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a young Padawan at in this point. So, and if we're going okay. off of the comics, he's like on the run. So yeah, he's in hiding all... somewhere. Yeah. Shout out to a new Don if you want to see when he meets uh, Hera. Great book. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, what I do you guys? What do you guys think about Omega? Who do you think she is? What do you think she is? She's Captain Phasma. No, I'm, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I kept hearing that theory. I'm like, no, that's not even no. You have a whole Phasma book. She's Iden Versio. Yeah, it's uh Um Yeah, so uh, my thoughts on, on Omega is 
you know, Jury's still out. I, I can't really stick with the whole she's a, a, a mimic, although there are still clues for it. Um, signs are pointing to that she might be Force-sensitive. That's that's where things are, are pointing. I think that she is not truly a Django clone. I think she is, like, the first true genetic strand cast where they have taken bits and pieces here and there and I think that's what's going to make her valuable because this thing is not going to truly be recreatable. Um, I think as the the thing we have to make sure stays true is that it is not easy to make a force sensitive being, and they have to really hearken down on that. So I I, I don't know. That's the only that's that's what I'm seeing with where they're going. Um, I don't know if I like it, but that's what I see. Okay. I don't. I don't think she's force sensitive. I don't think they're going to shake that hornet's nest. Um, I do think that that she is the, a strand cast and not a true one to one clone. Um, but I do think. I still think that she has all of the bad batches enhancements. So she's a strand cast of the bad batch and all of their enhancements that that they all have. Um, you know, when she says your first generation to Rex and Rex is like, how did you know? It's like the lines in your face and all of that stuff that, that to me, that screams either Hunter's uh, awareness or Crosshair's vision. Like the, she's been displaying a lot of things that the Bad Batch has like agility, um, natural aim after she learns how to use the bow. She, she's got great aim with it now. Um, and that shot just past Wrecker's head was spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she she's displayed a lot of things that could be considered the unnatural. a lot of the <laughs> unnatural but uh considered <laughs> considered an amalgamation of the bad batch's uh own enhancements altogether in one package. Um I do think uh someone does think that she's force sensitive. Um, in this part of my theory, I think um, she is going to be phase one of Palpatine's efforts to create Snoke. So she, you know, this is like a Grogu situation, but earlier, you know, they're going okay. hun- to hunt her down for her blood and her tissue and, and, and stuff like that to see what they could possibly um, fabricate or create out of this strand cast. And I, yeah, I don't think she's force sensitive, so that's going to be a failure. And that's Yeah, because a lot of people were saying early on that, oh, this is, you know part of the 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 palpatine line that she's a palpatine clone and i'm like yeah i don't think that's it either i i think that they're they're trying to build something like you said build up something to get to the point of having somewhere to go towards like the whole knights of friends storyline where there's the snoke and and all that i'm more i'm more in line with that than it's being something uh palpatine related and as far as this comment here from from cal um about cal kestis um Actually, if you watch the latest uh, Screen Crush uh, Easter egg review, um, you're going to want to watch that. It talks about the uh, the planet that they're on, all that kind of stuff. So there's a possibility of maybe even seeing Cal getting pulled in. So uh, there's some pretty neat Easter eggs that were in the last episode. That If you go to Screen Crush, Ryan Airy, a former guest, we've had him on a live show and an interview. Uh, he talks about that uh, in there. And uh, if you're not subscribing to Screen Crush, Shame on you! You should be. Ryan's got some. <laughs> Ryan's got some awesome, awesome content. Uh, shame he's a good on you, guy. Shame on your family. <laughs> I can, much, I yeah. can, I can see that, especially with the end of the episode with the uh, scrappers. Um, yeah. calling it into the empire. I think like that would be funny. Just, just a one-off, nothing substantial. Just like notify the empire, and then it's just, like a kid cow, like just a little off. boy. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> If they could, I think that'd be great. Even if even if it was more than a one-off, I would be cool with that because I, you know, I think the game is fun and I think the storyline would be fun to kind of head into. But you know, let's see where it I goes. would I would appreciate Easter eggs more so than cameos because I think Chaco and I agree on this matter that um, Bad Batch doesn't need to become a, a cameo fest. You know, Rex makes sense narratively. Um, I want, I'm reaching for a Quinlan Voss being Sid's Jedi contact, but that's a huge right. narrative reach. But like seeing Ahsoka, seeing uh, Cal Kestis, seeing all of these characters make cameos, it, it, it doesn't really make sense story-wise. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on the, the side of the fence that like the show just needs to kind of stay with the Bad Batch and their story. And I hope it does. Yeah. 
Like, no, I hope we, it does. We love, we love Ahsoka so much because we spent so much time with her throughout the Clone Wars and all these things. And so wanting Ahsoka to appear and take the focus in every other show means that we won't fall in love with those characters the same way we fell in love with Ahsoka in the first place. Right. I, I think, um, and as much as I loved the, the Mandalorian season two, I felt like uh, Din's own development was held back by the amount of other people in the show doing stuff. I mean, we had good stuff in the beginning and the second to last episode was incredible, but most of that, agree wasn't, with that wasn't Din's development. I don't want that. that for the bad match. All right, cool. All right. So uh, we had a couple other things we wanted to talk about, but like I said in the beginning, I had that whole other thing I threw at you. So we're, <laughs> we'll have to talk about Loki another time. Um, I know that you guys are, are, are big Marvel fans as well. And I would we love to Loki hear your thoughts. Too. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I wish we had a whole other hour to sit here and talk to you guys. We don't. Uh, but what we'd like to do at this point is we want to bring in our, our uh, the founder of our Facebook group. This is Drayton Allen. Welcome to our show, Drayton. Your show, our show. Hey guys. So, can we call Hello. it our show now? Good to meet you. It's our show. It's 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 the group show. So yeah. uh, Drayton has some really exciting news, and so we're gonna I'm gonna give him the mic a moment and and take it away, uh, Drayton. See, I almost yeah, did it. Well, I, I'm all for talking about Loki too because uh, that's cool. So um, Loki. Yeah, so we got a lot of interesting things going on right now, and uh, my mother-in-law in the background here. So uh, I have uh, recently finished my uh, novel, uh, Dances with Aliens. Now, this is, uh, I haven't released it yet. It's just going into beta, and uh, we uh, are uh, going to be getting some feedbacks from some, uh, from some of my readers, and then we're going to be releasing it to the public. So basically, uh, Dances with Aliens is a little bit of a fun, uh, fun science fiction novel that I've been working on. Uh, and basically, it's on the premise that the last man on Earth is actually a dog. But he's oh. a, not a four-legged dog that goes woof, but a scene dancing cartoon dog of the theme park variety. <laughs> so, a so cast member. So Snoopy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He is a, uh, he's not at Disney, okay? But it's a lot like someplace similar to that. Uh, basically, Earth is no longer uh, the tenure of, of humans. Humans don't live here anymore. And now the theme park where Thomas has worked all his life is enjoyed by the gray wrinkled heads that uh, have replaced humans. Um and he's really perplexed. It hasn't been about a few days since all the humans disappeared in, in a big, uh, massive invasion. And now he's trying to understand, you know, the big questions in life. Uh, you know, basically what happened to everybody? You know, how, what happened to his family and friends? How is he alive? What will happen to humanity and the planet? And the biggest question of all is how does an intelligent race of aliens develop the technology to roam the cosmos, invade and conquer Earth, and yet not recognize a guy in a dog suit. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds interesting. So, uh, it's a lot of fun. I have some interesting technologies that I've developed. Because one of the funnest things for in writing, I, for me, is developing uh, futuristic technologies. I'll share one of them with you that won't be a spoiler. Uh, and that uh, is the technology of multi-phasic processors who tap into processors on other dimensional planes to increase their processing power. Ooh. <laughs> That's like swarm, but multi-dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so can you imagine if you have a, a single processor in this dimension and then all of a sudden you put it in parallel with, uh, you know, a thousand other processors of the same or basically unlimited processing in unlimited dimensions, you know, you have uh, quite a, uh, quite a little uh, processor there. So that's one of the little uh, teasers there for the book. So I had a lot of fun writing it. I'm looking forward to getting some feedback from folks and I'll let everybody know when it's out. And uh, we can go back you happen to have a cover yeah, that right. you'd like to share with us. Yeah. I'm still confused as to why the biggest question of, of your, 
dog alien person was why he was attracted to parked car bumpers. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, and, and the biggest thing is, is, should he go with the, the whole dog thing? Or uh, or should he, you know, just try to be a human again? Why do I sniff garbage and I chase cars? Right? <laughs> Let's see. This, uh, why see? is that hydrant irresistible? <laughs> my screen share work? I don't know if my screen sharing turned uh, out. Uh, uh, now it's doing the whole screen, isn't it? It's not doing the one that I popped up. Oh, um, oh cool. <laughs> it's that, that misty phasic. <laughs> that uh, that technology okay. is real, Drayton. Yes, it is. All right. Do you see that? This is the. Uh, uh, working book cover for the uh, for the novel. Uh, cool. Dances with Aliens. Uh, you might have heard of another movie with a similar title, <laughs> and it's actually it shares some themes about uh, ah. about some of the same sort of issues that were in that movie. And I, again, I won't give you, give away too much, but so at, at some point the aliens are going to be like, "Get!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't belong here anymore, and he's going to be sad. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be some uh, there'll be some revelations along the way because uh, he finds out he's not the only person who survived. <gasps> All right. Whoa. So when that comes out, Drayton, where where will people be able to find it? Well, you're gonna be able to find it uh, all over the place. Hopefully, now <laughs> it will be, of course, on Amazon. It'll be on my website, and uh, we will see. The actual date will vary depend on whether or not. Uh, we get a uh, publisher in here or whether I go ahead and do a Kickstarter like I did my other novels and just launch it myself because it takes forever to get a book published and I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, well, we've got about uh, just about two minutes left here. Uh, Drayton, thank you for popping in and, and telling everybody sure. about your book. We're we're all looking I'll forward to that, I'm sure. Loki stuff because I, I love I watched Loki. Yeah. It was great. We got like two minutes till we talk about Loki. So <laughs> no, we're actually Loki. we're not gonna have we're not gonna have time to talk about Loki. I want to make sure that everybody knows. Uh, Element Seven, uh, Darth Chuckle, please tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, TikTok. I know we did this at the beginning, but do it again. Yeah, TikTok, it's at <laughs> underscore element seven underscore. Uh, on Twitter, it's at element seven X spelled out. Um, on YouTube, it's element seven. And uh, that's it. Okay. Yep. And Chaco? I'm Darth, Darth Chaco on uh, YouTube, on, um, on TikTok, which is where the bulk of my content is right now, but I'm trying to switch and do more YouTube. Um, Darth Chaco seven on Twitter. And I, that's all you need to worry about right now. Also, don't trust the TVA. They are they are sus. <laughs> TVA that, is that seven sus. part of his social tag was a dyad energy moment. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, and, and then of course, uh, uh, Chaco, you've got the the high ground. Oh yes. Uh, so high ground podcast, as well as um, Element Seven, and I do dyad in the force. Um, every weekend, typically every Saturday. All right, cool. Now, uh, coming up uh, for our show uh, this yeah. week, uh, uh, being released on Friday, will be, uh, now you saw him last week here on our live show, the Matman Show, our previous interview with him. That'll be coming up this week, and you guys uh, be, want to make sure that you guys check that out. Should and we put a motion sickness warning on that one? There might be. He, Yeah, so um, <laughs> it was a little bit of handheld love and... Should yeah. Chaco's uh, camera come with a motion sickness warning? No, actually, um, his yeah. is actually kind of mesmerizing. The more I watch it, the more I'm like, I think I know where the... Oh, there's the laser blasters. I'm like, like trying to... Anyway. It's... Oh, he doesn't need the trench run to be mesmerizing. <laughs> there it all right, is. All right, all right, I'm back in... Just sat back in space. That's, that's all right. Fine. Well, that's fire <laughs> just exploded. It's all, it's you did all right, it! Guys. Hey, I want to put all right. a pitch real quick. Uh, Tim also does another podcast called Focused on Forward. Uh, a little bit off the off the science fiction thing, but catch that too because Tim does an excellent job with these. Oh, thank you. Sacrifices. I didn't know that. I will check yeah. that out. Yeah. Focus on yeah. forward. Make yeah. sure you yeah. have Kleenex. Hang out. Hang out after the, uh, the our conclusion here. I'll give you guys more information about it. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta jump off here. That's our time, guys. That's it. 
On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. 